Welcome to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. I'm Jason Kong here with the man himself, Bill Alexander. And Bill, I know it's it's getting a little bit cooler in the air because you've got one of your finest sweaters on. You always have the best sweaters, Bill. Well, this is, I mean, it's my uniform. I, I love my cardigan <laughs> sweaters and uh, so uh, it's just part of the part of the drill. But I'd much rather weather, wear a sweater than, uh, you know, a suit or a coat, sport coat, that sort of thing. Although I, I will uh, do, I'll do the, the suit thing for going to court or weddings and funerals and things like that. But otherwise, I like my cardigan sweaters. I'm right there with you. The, the suit, you know, if you have to break it out, I understand. Yeah, but I'd much get, rather go with the sweater. Occasionally, I get accused of being a Mr. Rogers type, but that that uh, that does not bother me at all whatsoever. So. Well, you're about as talented and nice as Mr. Rogers. So I, I, I would take that as a compliment well, if I were you. I do. I do. I really do. So anyway, um, uh, of course, uh, our, our weather patterns have been pretty weird. You know, it's uh, we've had uh, some cold weather this week, although we were pretty fortunate in terms of uh, the rest of the country really went through uh, what looked like winter uh, for a few days. Uh, but uh, hopefully we're back to fall, uh, which is uh, a wonderful time of year here in North Carolina uh, and in many parts of the country where we have... Uh, Uh, It's a wonderful time to go uh, drive up through the mountains and see the fall colors and and that sort of thing. So um, anyway, this is a nice time of year. I I really enjoy uh, this. But, you know, when we get those occasional whiffs of winter, it just sort of takes 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 you away a little bit but anyway this this uh, morning I wanted to start I mean, uh, for those of us who are 65 plus, you know, right now we are under a deluge, uh, not just uh, from political mailings and stuff like that, but from Medicare plan mailings. You know, we get all sorts of that and advertisements about choose this plan, choose that plan, and you know, folks your age are going to say, I don't have to deal with that. Uh, I get it. But the fact is that we are in the midst of the re-enrollment period where people can actually make changes to their Medicare plans. And um, uh, so, you know, some folks will think, oh, well, I've already been through that. I did that a few years ago and I've got a plan and I think it's going to serve me fine. Well, the fact is that uh, there there are some things here where everyone uh, needs to be uh, cautious and on the lookout. And if you are like Jason and young uh, and not 65 yet, then you need, if your parents are older and uh, having difficulty where you're actually helping them, you better be listening up because this is a time where you need to be on the ball for your parents uh, in terms of decisions that need to be made. 
Um, even if you think you have the right plan, you need to verify it. And so the complication, you, you have a couple different complications here. Number one, you can have traditional Medicare, which is fairly straightforward. And actually, traditional Medicare is, in fact, improving. You know, the donut hole for drugs is, is going away. Uh, and uh, the, the benefits under Medicare are, in fact, uh, improving. However, so you have traditional Medicare, and then you have Medicare Advantage plans. And you're going, well, okay, what's an Advantage plan? An Advantage plan is simply private insurance that replaces Medicare. And there are lots of different plans. Some uh, uh, cost exactly the same thing as traditional uh, Medicare Part B, and uh, which for most seniors today is $170.10, which is deducted from your Social Security. Now, there's also lots of folks who have what's called an IRMA, which increases your uh, premium for Part B and Part D. See, that's another complication. Part D is your drug plan. Some of your Advantage plans include drugs with it. Other plans do not. So here again, you got to be very cautious. But uh, let's say that you're on traditional Medicare. Well, do you have to choose a different plan? No. It may be that traditional Medicare is exactly what you need. Most people who are on traditional Medicare also buy what's called a supplement plan or a Medigap plan to fill in the gaps that where Medicare uh, doesn't have adequate coverage. So that now for those folks who choose Medicare Advantage plans, typically those folks are not buying a supplemental plan. Uh, and sometimes they can't get them, they're not available, or they can't afford them. So they, they you know, choose a plan where they get more coverage for less money. Um, now, but even for folks who are on just traditional Medicare, they have to have a Part D plan. They have to have a drug plan. So this is where even the folks with the simplest of plans need to be careful because most seniors do take medication. And to the degree that you take anything uh, that is or can be expensive, what you have to do is to check with your plan, whether it's an Advantage plan, you know, it's a Part D plan uh, or, or, or the like, to make sure that your medication is covered under that plan. And even if it was covered last year, it does not mean that it's covered this year because your plan can change every year. There's nothing that says that the, the same plan name has exactly the same coverage from year to year. So, you know, when I, when I talk about the fact that getting old has some real disadvantages, and I'm not talking about our bodies breaking down and not doing what it should do, but the fact is th that uh, there are lots of decisions that seniors have to make that folks who are not in our category don't have to make. And some of these decisions can be complicated. And 
The other thing I would tell you is don't just look at the garbage that we get in the mail or the advertisements. You know, that's uh, that's where we can be misled. Uh, one of the best places to get adequate information is online, and you can get it two places that are both good, objective places to get the information you need. One is Medicare.gov. You know, obviously that's going to the, you know, original site, and there's uh, good information there that's accurate. And the other is with the North Carolina Department of Insurance, uh, where they have a link called SHIP, S-H-I-I-P, uh, which uh, compares insurance plans. And again, it's another excellent place to get objective information about a plan rather than just looking at the advertisements and going, oh, that looks nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, the fact is, is that getting accurate information is what we need to make decisions. And so... Uh, every everyone uh, who who has options uh, should be uh, looking at uh, the part part D at a minimum to see if you're still as covered as well as you might have been covered last year. And if you weren't covered well and you were had a lot of out of pocket expenses. You should be looking at other plans to see if you get a better deal under a different plan than what you have uh, right now. So this is the re-enrollment period that we all have. So how much time do we have? Well, it closes December the 7th. So you have to make you do your research and make these decisions uh, on or before December the 7th. And so we're right in the middle of it. it. I mean, the, the enrollment period has already started. Uh, basically, it started last week. And so um, now it's up to us uh, to make uh, those uh, changes. Um, and, and there are tons of different plans out there. I mean, yes, you have traditional Medicare with supplemental plans. So if you're in that boat, you have to compare the supplemental plans uh, I mean, e- even uh, state employees, you know, who are retirees, uh, they choose between uh, a, an advantage plan, which is the default plan, that's Humana, um, and it's a pretty good plan, uh, versus, guess what, Blue Cross Blue Shield traditional, uh, which is not an advantage plan. Uh, and of course, for those folks who, who do that, they may be, uh, purchasing a supplemental plan on top of their 70% Blue Cross Blue Shield. So it really, again, it depends on your circumstances as to which one you should go with. Uh, and the problem for us seniors is it changes every year. So we have to do our research every year or we could be in the situation where we get screwed because our plan that used to cover what we needed doesn't cover it anymore, and now it's out of pocket. So uh, if you don't do your research, you, you could fall into that category of getting screwed, and you have to be very, very cautious.
You don't want to find yourself in that position where you thought you had coverage and you didn't. So be sure to do that research, as Bill said. Again, you can find information at credible resources like Medicare.gov or go to the North Carolina Department of Insurance website and check out the SHIP program, S-H-I-I-P, for more information there. If you want to find out more information about Bill, you can go to WGALaw.com, law. Com. Maybe you want to get some documents set up, get some planning in order. Bill is a wonderful person to go see, especially if you've never had your documents reviewed by an elder law attorney before. Go to WGALaw.com to schedule an appointment with Bill. That's also where you can go to find information about Bill's free webinars. If you would like to learn more about asset protection and trust planning or about long-term care assistance that may be available through you, to, through Medicaid or through VA benefits, go to WGALaw.com, register for Bill's free webinars. There's no cost. These are highly educational opportunities for you. They are done the second Wednesday of every month, and the next set of webinars is happening on Wednesday, November 9th. Wednesday, November 9th. Go to WGALaw.com and click on the Seminars button at the top of the page to learn more. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Learn more about Bill by going to WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. Schedule an appointment to speak with Bill or learn more about his free webinars at WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we often talk on this show about Medicaid, but today we're talking about Medicare as it's open enrollment time. Right. And of course, Medicare is the health insurance program that all of us who are over 65, it also covers folks who are on Social Security disability as well. Um, but the fact is, is that when we get older, uh, you know, we basically don't have a choice. We have to elect in uh, to uh, Medicare. And, of course, the, the other piece, and this is true for all of us, whether we're under a, a health insurance plan or whether we're under Medicare and have additional insurance through supplements or whether we're on a Medicare Advantage plan, uh, it, you know, the fact is is that <clears throat> health care in the United States for those who have plenty of money is an, is an excellent health care system. For those folks who don't have plenty of money, it's just a mediocre health care system. In other words, it's not anywhere close to the best in the world. We're somewhere down there, you know, some 25 to 30 behind lots and lots of other countries. I mean, obviously, we're we have a better healthcare system than, uh, you know, the the poorest countries on earth. <laughs> but the fact is, is that uh, our healthcare system is is not something that we should be proud of. Unfortunately, it's uh, now for those folks who have the money, 
what's available in the United States for health care is excellent. It's, it's the best in the world if you can afford more than what Medicare and or your health insurance uh, provides because we have lots of deductibles, co-pays, and we have tons of, of services that are uninsured. In other words, you got to be able to afford it to to have it. But I I would say I mean, and and this is the piece where folks have to take control of their own health care. Uh, and uh, folks who have serious issues know this already. But the fact is that. Um, uh, that that those of us in a health plan, and of course Medicare is one of those, um, it covers certain things and it doesn't cover everything. It doesn't cover other things. And the fact is uh, that the health care that we get through our doctors tend to be limited to those services that are in fact covered, and oftentimes uh, the uh, doctors don't even uh, ask us about doing uh, added things that might be appropriate or helpful um, if it's not automatically covered, because so many physicians assume that, and they assume wrongly that you don't want to pay out of pocket for additional services. Now, yes, our health care and our insurance costs are outrageously high, but there are plenty of us who can afford additional out-of-pocket services. And so what I'm getting at is that uh, all of us need to be asking, what else can we do if we have uh, a situation uh, I mean, there's there are m- many um, things, uh, and of course, you know, we have Western medicine, which is what uh, those of us in the United States that's that's what most of us, uh, you know, our doctors are basically uh, uh, go to uh, med schools that are in essence Western, as opposed to Eastern or Asian, you know, acupuncture and and chiropractic and, and naturopathic and things like that. Um, now, obviously, uh, what I'm getting at is that uh, for a lot of folks, these other services, which may or may not be insured, uh, sometimes can offer things uh, and solutions uh, and better results. Or uh, in combination, I'm not one to say give up, you know, Western medicine. I think Western medicine is extremely important to all of us. But the fact is, is that sometimes uh, the uh, other naturopathic uh, uh, or sometimes it's dietary, uh, you know, the fact is, is that most Western medicine, they don't even look at diet, which can be extremely important to us. Or... Uh, you know, those, uh, I, I, for instance, I have a good friend um, who went to a 
physician, in other words, Western trained, but also naturopathic, and that has some advantages. Well, she got additional tests that most doctors don't give and learned uh, from those tests that she uh, 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 needed to eat less fish because she had too much mercury in her system. Well, you know, most doctors are not testing for that. And of course, uh, we're told about mercury from fish and things like that. But if they don't test for it, you don't know about it. So, you know, obviously uh, for her, it was an important thing to know. So, I mean, because before she ate a lot of fish as part of her normal diet and she had to cut cut it out or cut a lot of it out uh, because of the mercury poisoning to to her. And if she had not been going uh, to a naturopathic physician that gave the extra test, she would have never known. And obviously that would have resulted in some pretty bad results for her uh, had she not learned uh, soon, you know, uh, and been able to make some adjustments uh, to her diet. So, uh, you know, the point is all of us need to take control uh, of our health. And to the degree that we can afford it, we need to ask the right questions and we need to um, see if there's additional things that we might do to keep ourselves uh, healthy uh, as long as we can, because, uh, you know, if preventive medicine to me uh, is extremely important. It's a whole lot easier to prevent stuff than to have to go through the expense of trying to cure stuff. And so the, the better uh, results we get, uh, the better. But it, it's a, about taking control of our own lives and, our, and the medicine that we take and how we do it. So very important for all of us. That's great advice, Bill, and something that you don't hear often because it is very important that we take control in our own care and making sure that we are doing the best to make sure that we're getting uh, the proper amount of care and looking out for ourselves in that way. We're going to take a quick break. Don't forget you can learn more about Bill or find more about Bill's webinars at WGALaw.com. If you want to learn more about Medicaid, VA benefits, and financial assistance that may be available to you if you or a loved one are dealing with the astronomical costs of long-term care. This is a wonderful free opportunity for you to learn about uh, an area that is very confusing and filled with lots of misinformation and myths and uh, facts that are just not really available to, to you. So if you want to learn more from Bill, register for his free webinars. Go to WGALaw.com. Click on the Seminars button at the top of the page. On Wednesday, November 9th, Bill will have his monthly webinars. The morning session will deal with the long-term care assistance that I just mentioned, and the afternoon session will deal with asset protection and trust planning. So if either of those appeal for you, there's no costs involved to attend. You can do so from the comfort of your own home. Go to WGALaw.com, click on the Seminars button to learn more and to register. Or if you want to call the office, the phone number is 919-256-7000, 7,000. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back.
listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more about Bill, WGALaw.com. I'm Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander, and we're having a discussion all about health care. Bill, we talked a lot about Medicare and open enrollment to start the program. We then drifted on to a conversation about the importance of taking control and initiative in our own health care, and these are very important things. Well, you know, the thing about Medicare, uh, the biggest gap by far in terms of where we don't have coverage is in long-term care. Uh, our health care system, truthfully, uh, only covers, you know, two-thirds. <laughs> so there's a huge gap in there where there's no coverage to speak of. And what is that? Long-term care. Our health care system is about acute care. You know, you break your arm, you can go to the hospital, and it gets taken care of through your health insurance. But if you have a long-term care issue, and that basically means that you need assistance from somebody to uh, live, you know, activities of daily living. Um, and, and that uh, activities of, uh, it could be because you have um, a, a dementia issue and, and you can't remember and somebody's got to cue you or somebody needs to help you dress or somebody needs to, uh, you know, be there when you take your shower to uh, or bath to make sure that you, you can take care of that or or when you have to go to the toilet. You know, it's the kind of thing where uh, it's not pretty. It's the kind of thing where, though, but our health insurance and Medicare does not cover those costs at all. And uh, it's, uh, you know, for, for those folks who have long-term care issues, and that can include Parkinson's and lots of diseases, if you will, that affect our ability to live, uh, where we actually need assistance and our, and our health care doesn't pay for it. It doesn't, you know, help us at all. So in essence, we have an acute care system and not a long-term care system. It only covers the one, and it doesn't cover the other. You know, my mother uh, is a good example. She always thought that her Blue Cross Blue Shield high option, which was a very, very good insurance program, uh, policy, you should say, and she always had it, but she thought it covered her, her nursing home bill. Guess what? didn't cover a nickel of it, and that's the whole point. So what does cover it? Well, nothing covers it unless you have long-term care insurance, and that's a very expensive policy. I tell folks that uh, because most of us uh, can't afford it anymore if, unless we bought it much years earlier, you know, because if you wait until your mid-60s or 70s, it's you're probably not insurable, and if you are insurable, you better have a lot of money because it's really, really expensive. You know, the best time to buy long-term care insurance is when you're in your 40s and 50s. 
uh, you know, that's when you're generally very healthy. You haven't had your heart attacks and you haven't had your stents put in and you haven't had your cancer scares and other things that make you totally uninsurable. And so typically, the younger you are, the healthier you are. Uh, not for everybody, but it's the kind of thing where it's important for folks to know. Now, what does Medicare cover? And we go over this in our webinar, but the fact is it's very, very limited. If you go to the hospital and you are admitted to the hospital for three nights, and then you are discharged after having at least three nights in the hospital, discharged uh, to a rehab center, then Medicare will cover some of that, uh, you know, the rehab. Uh, it will cover, uh, if you have traditional Medicare, it will cover 100% of the first 20 days. It uh, Now, after the 20 days, if you're still in rehab, most people don't even get 20 days, but if you're still there, uh, it covers up to a total of 100 days, but there is a fairly substantial copay from day 21 through day 100. And after 100, there's no coverage whatsoever. It doesn't matter whether you need it or not. Medicare is not going to pay. It's totally private pay after 100 days. Now, for those folks who have traditional Medicare and have a supplemental plan, a Medigap plan on top of it, uh, those copays after your first 20 are generally fully covered or, or almost fully covered by your supplemental plan. Now, if you have a Medicare Advantage plan, the only thing I can tell you to do is to look into your contract, your insurance contract, to see how it covers and whether there's a copay or when the copay starts. I can tell you about traditional Medicare because that's going to be the same, but when you have a Medicare Advantage plan, it's going to vary in terms of what's covered, when it's covered, and I, I will tell you this, there's no plan out there with one exception, that has any coverage at all after 100 days. Most of your Advantage plans do have a copay early on, uh, in fact, earlier than traditional Medicare. So you just have to look at your policy. So what's the one policy out there that might cover more than 100 days? It's for military retirees. It's called TRICARE for Life. So anyone with TRICARE for Life might get coverage past 100 days, depending on certain other factors. But it's the only exception to the uh, entire system as it relates to insurance coverage. So th those can be very important for folks to know. And if, you're, uh, if you have long-term care insurance, congratulations. You made a very wise decision. Uh, when you bought it, uh, recognizing that it's not inexpensive insurance to have. However, what a lot of folks don't really factor, uh, and I'm not trying to sell the insurance to anybody, I'm just simply saying that your risk of having a long-term care issue for during your lifetime is extremely high. We pay a heck of a lot of money for our homeowner's insurance. We don't want to lose the value of our home. Uh, but the fact is, the risk of loss 
for that very expensive insurance is extraordinarily low. It's almost zero. It's not zero, as you know, but it's extremely low. Um, whereas the risk of long-term care crisis during our lifetime is extremely high. Uh, and so, you know, you have to take in the risk when you factor in the expense of the insurance. And so I would encourage people to have it. For those of us who are older, don't have it, uninsurable, if we have children, you might want to help your children purchase long-term care insurance after they're in their 40s um, simply because you can say, okay, we made the mistake of not doing it. We don't want our children or grandchildren to make the same mistake. That's good advice. And you can find more information about Bill if you want to schedule an appointment to see him or if you want to find more about his webinars, go to WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com. A quick break and back with more. You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander, and we'll be right back. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. If you want to learn more about Bill, head on over to WGALaw.com. WGALaw.com is Bill's website. You can schedule an appointment to speak with him. You can find information about Bill's free webinars covering the subjects of long-term care assistance as well as asset protection and trust planning. These are wonderful free educational opportunities for you. Go to WGALaw.com to learn more. Click on the seminars button at the top of the page. Jason Kong here with Bill Alexander. And Bill, we're going to shift our focus here to a concept that's very important to us that is often overlooked, and that's how we hold our own property, how we hold title to our assets. Well, anybody who's listened to me for uh, more than a few times has heard me say that estate planning is uh, has to do with more than just having the right documents in place. And, uh, you know, we, we've talked about the six basic documents that uh, every family should have. Uh, three of those documents are health care documents to make sure that a loved one can make health care decisions for you. Uh, one is a, a, for digital, which is becoming more and more important because we get our bank statements and our investment statements online now rather than in the mail, or at least most of us do. Uh, we talk about how important, uh, and for seniors particularly, an advanced general durable power of attorney is so that if we don't have the ability to uh, make decisions regarding our property and beneficiary designations and who gets what and those kinds of things, how to protect the property, then that's the document that allows a trusted loved one uh, to make those changes for us when we're in a financial crisis, uh, such as long-term care. That's why it's so important to me 
that people have a document like that. And of course, you've heard me say that most powers of attorney, most general durable powers of attorney that you think will work, will not work for asset protection planning. And then, of course, your last will and testament is a planning document as well as to who gets your property upon your death. And, you know, for most folks, that's going to be my spouse and then our children after that. Uh, And, of course, if you, you know, a lot of folks have a more complicated situation than that because, you know, it's a second or third marriage and they're children by previous marriages or there's adopted children or stepchildren or uh, grandchildren involved uh, that can, uh, or you might have a special need uh, in the family and a special need can be anything from a special child. Uh, It could be a child who doesn't know how to manage money. You know, they're a spendthrift or there are families that have uh, 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 children or grandchildren with significant drug problems or alcohol problems or gambling problems or things we see every day. And, and And if you think you're the only one because your child has a drug problem, you're not the only one. It's a pretty common issue that that families have to deal with but it complicates what you might otherwise do well the the thing that i want to get back to is the fact that how you hold your property title uh it is as as important as the documents that you have uh and you also have to understand that trusted Uh, advisors, your bankers and your financial advisors, push you frequently toward having beneficiary designations. Now, why do they do that? They do it because their company or their bank wants them to push you that way because it makes, when you die, it makes it so much easier on the company to know where to send your money or, you know, the, the like. Now, to the degree that we're married and we have a simple sweetheart, I want my spouse to have everything, generally right of survivorship to our spouse works, uh, and, and it works well. But when it comes to our children, or if we have a second marriage or third marriage or whatever, uh, then maybe not, okay? And so one of the things that I wanted to talk about is how you can have a real disconnect when it comes to having TODs, transfer on death, and that's what brokerages use, PODs, pay on death. Again, that's another beneficiary designation that bankers use, um, and how, how you can have a disconnect. Uh, you know, I had uh, a client come in, and she uh, wanted uh, a fairly uh, significant um, change in her will, uh, where one child was getting much less than another child and the like. And then when I asked her about her PODs and TODs and beneficiary designations, found out that she had it all backwards as far as her her beneficiary designations were concerned. So what I'm getting at is, yes, I could do uh, a will that said exactly what she wants, but you have to understand 
that your beneficiary designations take priority over anything that's in your will. So had we not had the discussion about how she needed to change her beneficiary designations at the bank and with her investment advisor, her plan would have been a catastrophe in terms of what she actually wanted for her children. There can also be a, a disconnect with PODs and TODs when um, when things don't happen the way you assume they will happen. And let me give you an example. Let's say you wanted an equal division uh, for your two or three children, uh, and your will set an equal division, and you had a POD at the bank that was one-third to each child or one-half to two, two different children, that sort of thing. Either way, the example works. And let's just say that your child dies. Okay, one child dies. And so you have uh, two other children, right? And the other two get their one-third each. And All right, so what happens to the one-third where the child dies and the bank can't pay it to that child because the child died? Guess what? That money goes to your estate. And, uh, and let's say that all of your children have grand, you know, your grandchildren. Each one has a child or more. Well, when that one-third goes to the estate, guess what your will says? Your will says, equally divided among my three children. So what happens to that money? When it gets to your will, it doesn't recognize the fact that two-thirds of the account has already been distributed to the other children. So guess what? That one-third gets distributed again by being divided three ways. So one child gets a third, the other living child gets a third, and the children of the deceased child gets what's left. Well, that's not what's intended. So what I'm getting at is you can have a disconnect with PODs and TODs that are just downright terrible. So, and, of course, most of the time with a trust or uh, a will, there are contingencies that make up the difference. Now, another way to handle things is to have a beneficiary designation to your trust uh, that will have contingencies in it. And that way, uh, it saves those problems from occurring. So what I'm getting at is you can have disconnects in your planning. So you have to look at how you own your property and what beneficiaries you have and make sure it all works together. A small mistake or oversight can ruin the best laid plans. So make sure that all your documents and your planning is working in harmony. If you would like the oversight or the help of an elder law attorney, get a hold of Bill. Go to WGALaw.com, schedule an appointment to sit down and speak with Bill. Make sure that all your documents are working in harmony and that you have no oversights on your end. A quick break and back with more. This is Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. We'll be right back.
You're listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Go to WGALaw.com if you would like to schedule an appointment to speak with Bill or if you want to register for Bill's free webinars happening on Wednesday, November 9th. If you want to learn more about Medicaid as well as VA benefits and financial assistance that might be available to you for the costs of long-term care, this is a wonderful free opportunity for you. Or if you want to learn more about asset protection and trust planning, go to WGALaw.com, click on the seminars button at the top of the page to learn more or call the office 919-256-7000, 919-256-7000. That will do it for us today. We hope you will join us again next weekend. You've been listening to Asset Protection Today with attorney Bill Alexander. Have a wonderful weekend.